Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, WrestleZone would like to welcome you to tonight's live event. Before we begin, please be advised that all WrestleZone stars are professionally trained, so please do not copy or imitate anything you see here tonight. Please also be aware that WrestleZone is proud to provide entertainment suitable for all ages, and we ask that you refrain from using any inappropriate language this evening. Hello and welcome to the final WrestleZone podcast for the year. I'm your host, as always, Billy. I, I, this is just a year in review, really. We're going to take a look at what's happened this year in WrestleZone in the Northeast promotion and maybe pick out some talking points, pick out some big stories that's happened over the course of 2023 and look ahead into 2024 uh, as we've got Granite City Showdown coming in a few weeks on January 20th at the Rich Energy Arena in Aberdeen. Uh, so, Let's just just dive into it, guys. This is it's been a great year for WrestleZone. Twenty twenty two was a phenomenal year for back to back sellouts, and twenty twenty three was pretty much the same. But a lot of sold out shows uh, in twenty twenty three for WrestleZone. It, it all started with a little bit of of uh, shenanigans. So, coming into twenty twenty three with new champions, new tag team champions, First City Saints defeated the foundation of the future uh, at Christmas Chaos, and also Lost by Aspen became undisputed WrestleZone champion at that same event at Christmas Chaos. Mickey Vigo retained the Tri-Counties Championship. So that's your Hall of Champions coming into 2023. So initially, Station Hotel Showdown was supposed to be on the 21st of January, but due to uh, just events out with WrestleZone's control, out with the venue's control, it was moved to the 28th of January. I'll be perfectly honest, that worked fine for me because I couldn't attend on the 21st, but when they moved to the 28th, I got my ticket straight away. Uh, but I think that event sold out uh, for a really, really solid lineup of matches. So, I'll just go through the results of the show. So initially it was supposed to be a triple threat, Ronan King, Conor Malloy and Chris Archer, uh, but I think, I think it was Captain Allen was supposed to be on that show. Unfortunately, he had to pull out, so it changed into the pre-show being Ronan King versus Chris Archer, uh, which was a fantastic match, as you expect with these two guys. Uh, we've also got Kill Valhalla open the show, supposed to be taken on Lost, uh, Captain Allen. It's going well already, <laughs> Captain Allen, uh, but they couldn't attend the, the event, couldn't face Kill Valhalla, so Conor Malloy went in his place, and I'll be honest, probably one of the best matches I've seen this year, uh, seen live, certainly was Conor Malloy uh, stepping up against Kale Valhalla. A match is available on YouTube uh, as well with, with them without commentary. I think I think WrestleZone uh, on their own YouTube have it with commentary with Blue Thunder and James Chesser. And if you want to go on without the commentary and just hear the crowd reaction, you can go to Kale Valhalla's YouTube channel and uh, you'll be able to find the match there as well. But yeah, it, was, it was a phenomenal match. Absolutely incredible. Uh, two one handicap match was next with the with the retiring of Scotty Swift at Christmas Chaos, thanks in part to Reese Dawkins hitting him with a, a big book of Shakespeare. Saw so Brian Tucker pin Scotty Swift at Christmas Chaos, seeing him retire, uh, which was a very sad moment. It really took the air out of Daisy Community Centre uh, that night. It was a two one two one handicap match. Brian Tucker, Reese Dawkins defeated Omar Mohammed despite Omar's spirited display. He was there, all in there, trying to to do all he could, but unfortunately the numbers became too much. And Docker, Todd Talker, I've done that like two videos, three videos in a row now. Uh, Duckins, Duckins, 
Tucker <laughs> and Dawkins uh, were able to pick up the win uh, on that night. In the rest of the tag team titles match, Fair City Saints, Alex Webb and Stephen Miles had their first defence. Now, this was supposed to be the outfit, Murphy and Dino. Unfortunately, Dino was unable to attend that event. Uh, I think it was due to injury or, or, or illness. So Ronan King stepped in for his second appearance of the evening uh, to, to try and take away the wrestling tag team titles from the Fair City Saints in a match that, again, was really close, a very, very close call. Uh, Murphy and Ronan seemed to strangely work very well together and they were able to, to work well, but not enough. And the Fair City Saints retained the titles. That moved on to the Tri County title match. And here is the big story, first big news of the year was Zach Dynamite defeating Mickey Vago for the Wrestle Zone Tri County Championship because of Chris Archer. So during the match, the foundation got involved as they always like to do. But Chris Archer arrived with a chain to try and ward off uh, the, the, the foundation. But, but, struck Mickey Vago with that chain, which allowed Zack Dynamite to pick up the pin and pick up the title as well. So a, a big moment, a big uh, oh my god moment kicking off the year for WrestleZone where we saw Chris Archer betray his rejected brethren by by making and forcing Mickey Vago to lose the Tri-County Championship with his intervention. Brad Evans defeated Tommy Raiden, dominated Tommy Raiden, I'll be perfectly honest when I'm reading that back. Uh, Brad Evans, uh, yeah, steamrolled through Tommy Raiden, and in the main event, lost by Aspen, had his first undisputed WrestleZone title defence, uh, where he was able to defeat Ryan Riley in a very strong main event. It was just it was just two big lads leathering each other, which, fine by me, I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, so yeah, so a lot. A lot going on in the first event year at Station Hotel showdown at the Station Hotel in Aberdeen, and that was the 28th of January. So we move on. So I was going to just, I want to just keep you in the know, keep you up to date, keep you going. So next up was Ellen. That was on the 18th of February at Victoria Hall in Ellen. So the pre-show, Dino defeated Tommy Raiden. Uh, we had Omar Mohammed defeated Captain Alan Sterling, who was able to return from from overseas. Chris Archer defeated Blue Thunder in a rare appearance from Blue Thunder. Aspen defeated Murphy. Kyle Mahala defeated Brad Evans in a big heavyweight contest. And a four-way, Connor Malloy defeating Reese Dawkins, Ronan King and Ryan Riley. And in the main event, Zack Dynamite was able to retain the title, the Tri-Counties title, against Mickey Vago, thanks again to a distraction from Chris Archer. Now at this point, we really didn't have an explanation from Chris Archer, and from what I can remember, what I, I've seen, we didn't really ever get one, but we'll talk about that a little bit when we get to Aberdeen Anarchy. So that led, led us, that led us to the Regal Rumble, one of the best events of the year, phenomenal events, which we'll love. I, I love the Regal Rumble, uh, but before then, we'll get to, before we get to the Regal Rumble, uh, the Comcom Scotland, Northeast happened. That was 18th and 19th of March at PJ Live in Aberdeen, so a big arena. A lot of guests there, including wrestling legends like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, I think Booker T was that year as well. And Grado was also at that Comic-Con. I could mix it up with 2022. But uh, so, yeah, a big opportunity, a big place to see WrestleZone in action. Uh, there was a lot of matches announced. A lot of matches happened as well. A lot of fun, fun days uh, from the footage that I've seen of the event. Uh, a lot of, of just, yeah, new fans were made on that night. 
uh, as well as we've seen the likes of of Kirsten Louise, a uh, photographer who, who goes to shows. Um, she, this is when she discovered WrestleZone and from that point onwards immersed, immersed in the world of WrestleZone as you see her photos through Facebook on Kirsten Louise Photography uh, also shared through WrestleZone and through the WrestleZone wrestlers as well. Um, they, sh they share her action shots. So, Regal Rumble, Pearl Sports Complex. It was the 25th of March. Uh, a really nice venue. I really enjoy the Pearl Sports Complex as a venue itself. Um, it's just it's easy to get to, good parking, you know, all the, all the logical uh, grown-up stuff that I think about now as an adult when it comes to wrestling. Uh, so, Regal Rumble. In the pre-show, Carmeloy defeated Murphy. Uh, we had the wrestling tag team titles opening the main show, which was an incredible match. Pierce Saints, Alex Webb and Stephen Miles, they retained against the Foundation of the Future, Brad Evans and Ryan Riley. After this match, the first announcement for Ariana came was kind of announced uh, as the Foundation, Ryan Riley specifically, uh, challenged Alex Webb and Stephen Miles to a two out of three falls match at Ariana for the titles, because pointed out that the Saints had defeated the Foundation two matches in a row, so they wouldn't be able to do it two matches in one night. And that's how we got the two out of three falls match. It was accepted at the event. Uh, Mickey Vigo defeated Dino. Uh, again, this was supposed to be Mickey Vigo versus Chris Archer, uh, but Archer was unable to attend due to illness, which led to Dino subbing in for the match. So um, Mickey Vigo did get his hands on Archer that night. You have to wait a little bit longer for it. Uh, Damien defeated Ronan King, and we didn't mention, going back a bit, the Station Hotel, uh, during the raffle, Damien was doing the raffle. Uh, he had, had an injury at Christmas Chaos and he'd, he was doing the raffle with a hamstring injury. And Ronan King came out for his third appearance of the night uh, to pretty much talk down to Damien. Uh, told him that they would kind of put him out to pasture, he was too old, etc. Before finally kicking him uh, his leg out of his leg and causing injury, to, further injury, exacerbation to that injury to Damien, which led us to. The Regal Rumble, where they had a match, and it was supposed to be one-on-one -on -one match. That's what was announced. But Ronan King put out a ten-minute challenge to to Damien, saying that he would have that Ronan could beat him within ten minutes, uh, and and that was it, pretty much. That, that was kind of set up for it. So Damien held on for the ten minutes. He was able to um, flim flab and fly and, and avoid that curb stomp, being able to outlast Damien, outlast Ronan for ten minutes, which made Damien win the match. So but we had Ronan, Damien really started to heat up through the start of the year on our road to Aberdeanarchy. Uh, we had Aspen, Kael Valhalla and Omar Mohammed defeating Brian Tucker, Reece Dawkins and Zach Dynamite. And Dynamite left towards the end of the match uh, because he was just done with, with Tucker and Dawkins. I'll say it slowly so I can say the names correctly. Uh, we also got to see Caleb in a, a Shravani, which is always nice. It's always good to see. Which led us to the Regal Rumble match itself. 24-man Regal Rumble, supposed to be 25, but Chris Archer I was unable to attend, which was finally down to the final four. Damien, Ryan Riley, Bruiser Brad Evans, and, and Caleb Valhalla. Uh, so thanks to Ronan King, who was eliminated very quickly by Damien. Uh, Damien had got distracted by Ronan King, which led to his own elimination as well. Caleb Eliminated both members of the Foundation of the Future, the tag team version in WrestleZone. Anyway, I was able to eliminate Ryan Riley before finally eliminating Bruiser Brad Evans to win the Regal Rumble and book his place to the main event of Arvidi 
as lost by Aspen entered the match afterwards, entered the ring as he was on commentary for the event to congratulate his his uh, opponent, his possible opponent, because you know there's still time between Regal Rumble and Abdiyaniki as possible opponent for the main event of Abdiyaniki. An incredible first quarter of the year for WrestleZone. So between Regal Rumble and Aberdeen Anarchy, we did have an event at the Trading Academy, uh, which was in April 2023. Uh, two, two shows one day, afternoon show and evening show. That was the 22nd of April at the Wrestle Trading Academy. Uh, a few matches took place. There was a couple wee points there that needs to be, to be pointed out and picked up. Uh, so we'll start with the afternoon show, which is Mr. WrestleZone. Regal Rumble. I'm, I'm all over the place, as as you can tell. I could re-record, but why would I do that? Uh, so, back to the Regal Rumble itself for a brief moment. Uh, we saw debuts from Oliver Green. Uh, we also saw the debut of Mr. WrestleZone, the mysterious masked man who had been signed to, to a contract, but had never, management had never known who Mr. WrestleZone was, uh, which Brian T- Tucker and Reese Dawkins uh, were determined was Scotty Swift making his return because his his triumphant return? We also saw Lord Mister Malice die again because because of of uh, Kill Valhalla uh, launching him from the top rope uh, to the floor. Uh, but unfortunately, there was nobody there and there's no pretty mats for for him to be caught under. Uh, so unfortunately, Lord Mister Malice once again has passed away when it comes to WrestleZone at the very least. Uh, we also saw the debut of Deacon Matthews on, on the event, who tried to have a little bit of a, a duck and dive, a shuck and chive, and we got finally got to see a possible resolution uh, between Caleb Valhalla and Captain Alan Sterling, as Deacon Matthews assisted Caleb to eliminate the captain from the Rumble itself. Uh, a man who, yeah, Damien, uh, sorry, Deacon Matthews, uh, a very interesting individual who we will get to know a little bit more in the future in WrestleZone. So back to the live training academy shows. We had Mr. WrestleZone defeating Reese Dawkins in his official singles one-on-one debut. Chris Archer defeating Oliver Green. Uh, now, unfortunately, this is this saw Chris Archer attack Oliver Green after the bout with Mickey Vago making the save. Uh, Tom Raiden defeated Murphy. Uh, upset and Caleb Valhalla uh, not on that show. I don't know why I said his name. I've got him on the brain. Captain Alan Sterling defeated Mickey Vago in the main event, which also led to Chris Archer put out the challenge, or Vago put out the challenge, and the match being set for Abridanarchy. We were going to get to see Mickey Vago and Chris Archer collide one on one. The evening show Brad Evans defeated Alex Webb, Connor Malloy defeated Reese Dawkins, Air Miles defeated Ryan Riley, so that's the foundation and the Fair City Saints one to one. Aspen Faith uh, at the time. And Caleb Valhalla defeated Ronan King and Zack Dynamite. Forever the Foundation have uh, been defeated by the future Skull Brawl uh, in, in the main event of the Live Trade Academy show, even addition uh, as well. So that was it. We were on the road to Arnarike. Matches were being announced left, right, and center, um, along with all those other debuts that I mentioned for the Regal Rumble. Ted O'Keefe made his return. Uh, with the outfit after a little bit of a seemed like a tense moment, they embraced and the outfit were now a three man group. He was announced to be, to be in the pre show match, taking on Oliver Green. And we've got Mickey Vago, Chris Archer, which became a mosh pit rules match, uh, which means every, well, pretty much all 
music related weapons were legal. Uh, we had Captain Allen, we'd have a, a was supposed to be taken on Deacon Matthews, but we'd have to have a mystery opponent on the night due to Deacon Matthews suffering an injury, which seems to unfortunately happen uh most shows this year. But WrestleZone have bounced back in every occasion. Uh, we had Damien versus Roddy King announced as well. Uh, there was a future title shot ladder match uh, to be announced that, that had lots of, of competitors in it. We'll go through the results in a moment. This wrestled Omar Muhammad, uh, where, where we team up against Brian Tucker and Reese Dawkins, the Warriors against low life entities, definitely not Wallies. Uh, the undisputed title was set the main event, Aspen versus Caleb Valhalla as well. So going through that show, it was at Dainston Community Centre on the 13th of May, an incredible night. Uh, of wrestling at Dainston Community Centre, it was it was just a phenomenal um, show, top to bottom. We had so the pre-show: Ted O'Keefe defeated Oliver Green uh, with a sharpshooter, uh, throwing a submission move on his singles return. Mickey Vago defeated Chris Archer in the mosh pit, but this wasn't supposed to be the first match, according to new management representative uh, Mr. Patterson, who made his return to WrestleZone after a six-month hiatus and now in a role. Of management, which I love to see Mr. P. He, he was going to be the judge, judge, jury, and super executioner for WrestleZone going forward. And after a confrontation with Chris Archer, he announced, "You know what? Your match is first, mate. Your your match is now, and you're going to." He's going to embrace the chaos, going to bring the chaos. He's going to see Mickey Vago come out, take on Chris Archer in a wild contest, which saw Vago pick up the win um, from from over over Chris Archer. Like I say, we never really find out why Chris Archer was so dead set against Mickey Vago, like we're, we're guessing, we're thinking some jealousy uh, because Vago has enjoyed such a, a great singles run uh, since the return of shows in 2021. It could be the reason we never really find out. Uh, Captain Alan Starling defeated the returning Evan Young, uh, who made his, his return after quite a while uh, on, on the shelf or, or just away from shows in general. Uh, Evan came out with a captain's hat on because he's the captain now. But unfortunately, he was unable to pick up the win after Captain Allen used the ropes to get a tainted victory. The rest of the entire team title match, the Foundation of the Future defeated Fair City Saints two falls to one to become the new wrestlers on tag team champions. That's two, uh, two championship reigns now for for Foundation of the Future, and a match that started off quite respectful and ended with Bruiser Brad throwing air miles into a wall, uh, which allowed Alex Webb to be to be just. There for was was it uh, was there for the pickings? Is that the word? Uh, I can't remember the phrase off the top of my head. Uh, so he was able to to be put down, and unfortunately saw Foundation of Future end their reign uh, with the tag team championships in the future shot title match. So a lot of match, bunch of folk in it, and the winner gets a, a guaranteed title opportunity uh, for the next year. I don't know if there was actually a time limit put onto it, but I'll, I'll say it's a year for the sake of me rambling on here. So Conor Malloy defeated Dino, Murphy, Tommy Raiden, William Sterling and Zack Dynamite in that match. So Zack didn't have to defend the Tri-Counties Championship but he had the opportunity to get another title shot uh, if he so wished as well. Uh, but it was down to Conor Malloy uh, and Zack Dynamite uh, the outfit come close with Ted O'Keefe running at one point. Uh, I think William Sterling uh, suffered injury in that match as well. It was, uh, it was a wild chaotic ladder match about a fantastic match, and Conor Malloy, Conor Malloy was able to pick up the win. Uh, Damien versus Ronan King ended in a no contest, a very heated match, a very 
awkward match uh, as we saw Damien get injured quite early on in the bout uh, which which saw him just kind of surviving trying to fight for some sort of survival um, somehow though it ended with a, a photo frame getting broken and Ronnie King jamming a piece of broken glass into the face of Damien uh, causing him to lose sight of one eye so uh, a very shocking end to a match Damien and Ronnie King ending a no contest with with that yeah uh mouth open agape oh my god kind of of reaction to that particular moment of wrestlezone uh, after that was mr wrestlezone and omar Mohammed uh defeating brian tucker and reese dawkins something that was a little bit different and uh, we got to see mr wrestlezone uh throwing some some shenanigans uh with his an inability to use the ropes and finding a extra long tag rope which then he got himself caught up into uh, during the match, Reese Dawkins got injured as well. So it's it's been it's been a very topsy turvy year for the wrestlers in WrestleZone when it comes to illness, injury, missing shows. Uh, but like I say, the the company is able to pivot, and the wrestlers are able to hopefully be okay as well. Um, so yeah, Omar Mohammed was able to to get a satellite DDT onto Reese Dawkins, uh, and the team obviously wrestled Omar Mohammed successful on their first night as an actual team as well. In the main event, the WrestleZone Undisputed Championship, uh, Aspen, lost by Aspen, was able to retain against Caleb Balhalla. And this was just, again, another hard-hitting main event as two guys just laid into each other with everything they could, everything they, they could put into it uh, before eventually Aspen was able to get the pin and able to defeat Caleb as the wrestlers came out to, after the match to help them both up for a handshake. Uh, a very, uh, a, a fantastic night for WrestleZone excellent night at days to community center which was which was rammed it was absolutely rammed it was a, a everything was there meet and greets beforehand as well and uh even then we, we sure the show with the the ring broke slightly as well or the the um bits under the cab under the wooden slats had to be repositioned as well so it was a, a chaotic night for wrestlezone and a amazing match amazing night for us as fans as well so going forward, there was a big hiatus between main shows. There was That was 13th of May, and after that, we had to wait until the 5th of August for Battle of the Nations, which would take place at the Station Hotel. Uh, but that didn't stop WrestleZone. They had the New Borough Gala on the 27th of May, and they had Old Belgium Sports and Highland Games on the 17th of June. So you got to see WrestleZone. If you're at galas over the, the season, you're able to still see some of your favourite WrestleZone stars as well. Led us to Battle of the Nations. We got the pre-show six-man tag team match. We had an absolute mugging when the outfit Dino and Murphy and Ted O'Keefe as a unit defeated Air Miles, Oliver Green, and Tommy Raiden. And this this was just uh yeah, the the, the outfit were just on fire. They ran through uh, that trio on that given night at Battle of Nations at Station Hotel. In the opening match, WrestleZone tag team titles, the foundation of the future. Brad Evans and Ryan Riley defeated Bingo Balance, a returning Bingo Balance, and Connor Malloy. After the match, they called out all the tag teams and said that they just weren't good enough and mentioning the outfit by name, which led to the outfit coming out and having a confrontation between the outfit trio and the Foundation of the Future duo, which saw Evans and Riley walk away for the moment for the time being. Captain Allen Starling defeated Beacon Matthews in a shenanigan-fueled match. We had a blindfold match. Damien defeated Ronan King, and despite Ronan, briefly, and this is just rumour, briefly lifting up blindfold to get an unfair advantage 
but Damien was able to, to hang on and get the win in that, in that particular match. Uh, Wrestling Tri-Counties Championship match, Caleb Valhalla bounced back, defeating Zack Dynamite for the Zone Tri-Counties Championship, uh, which was, again, not without controversy, as we saw the outfits, or as we saw Foundation try to get involved initially, to, as they would like to do, try and help Zack Dynamite. However, the outfits ran out to spark a brawl, with Dino Murphy, Bruiser Brad, and Ryan Riley all brawling at ringside. Ted O'Keefe ran out to, to take away the title belt that Zack Dynamite was trying to use to knock out Caleb Valhalla, which saw Caleb hit the spear and become the new WrestleZone Tri-Counties Champion, his first title in WrestleZone. A phenomenal night uh, for, for Caleb Valhalla. In a 2-1 handicap match, Brian Tucker was able to defeat the team of Mr. WrestleZone and Omar Mohammed. Um, thanks, in part, to Reese Dawkins coming out and distracting Mr. WrestleZone long enough to, to allow Brian Tucker to take advantage. Um, so looks like the the team, the Warriors against Low Life Entities and Omar Mohammed and Mr. Wrestlezone were locked in on a, on a, on a never-ending story. Then the main event, the Wrestlezone Undisputed Championship, Aspen Faith, or sorry, lost by Aspen, as I should still be correcting myself, lost by Aspen, defeated Mickey Vago by pinfall in a match that was marred with controversy when Mickey Vago got his foot on the ropes during the match. Uh, Mr. Patterson announced straight away that at the next big event, Halloween hijinks, There'll be a rematch. Aspen will take on Mickey Vigo once again for the undisputed WrestleZone Championship. Poof. We're, we're into September now. We're almost in September because I think we've got a couple of gala shows to, to point out that happened as well. So we had the 6th of August, the BrockCon in Fraserburgh. 19th of August, Lawrence Kirk Gala. And the 20th of August, Friends Dudley Park Open Day. So again, if, you, if there was a gala in the Northeast area, you're probably going to get to see WrestleZone at some point on those shows, weather dependent, of course. So, into September, we've got Hopeville Social Club in Veruni on the hottest night of the year. Certainly felt like that as I sweated buckets during that event. It was, it was just, the show was great, but my God, the weather was just so hot. I, we, I complain about that now when it's so cold out there. But, oh my God, it was just an absolute sweat box at Hopeville Social Club in Inverurie. Then the pre-show three-way, Connor Malloy defeated Oliver Green and Tommy Raiden in a very game triple threat. It was very great. It was, it was great to see beforehand, this was pointed out, that the three guys of the match were, were from outside of Aberdeen. And it was uh, announced by Blue Thunder, um, who was doing the ring announcing for this particular match, as it was a great advertisement for the Wrestlers on Training Academy, which you can go find out more on social media. <sighs> Ryan Riley defeated Murphy. This is the first time we were seeing the outfit and foundation of the future starting to collide. These were one-on-one matches throughout the show. Uh, we were seeing um, the, these two teams really ramp up. Ryan Riley defeated Murphy. Dino defeated Brad Evans. Dino knocked Brad Evans out uh, as well with, uh, with with his rolling forearm. Um, the three-way match, Aspen defeated Damian and Reese Dawkins in a match that that on paper was very random, but after Twitter conversations, Aspen was determined he was going to elbow drop Reese Dawkins' book of Shakespeare, and by golly, he accomplished that goal. So we got that on that event. Uh, Ted O'Keefe and Zach Dynamite ended in a, in a no contest after the foundation, the outfit, all brawled. It was just chaos. We saw yeah, Kevin's security lose his glasses at one point. Uh, it was a very chaotic moment as as 
everyone piled in to try and separate these six men from brawling any further, which is which would move on to Halloween hijinks when we get to that. Uh, Mr. Wrestle and Omar Mohammed defeat the team of Captain Alan Sterling and Ronan King, which again fulfilled shenanigans. Um, at Battle of the Nations, it should be noted that remember stuff as I go along here. Uh, that after the blindfold match between Damien and Ronan King, Captain Allen appeared on screen and determined that because Damien wore an eye patch, he was a pirate and needed to be eradicated from WrestleZone, uh, which Damien didn't really seem to be amused by, particularly, or bemused probably was more, more the reaction. So after this tag team match, or during the, the conclusion of this tag team match, Damien did appear on the screen to accept the challenge for Halloween hijinks from Captain Allen, which was enough for Alan to be distracted to see Mr. Wrestlestone and Omar Mohammed uh, take the advantage and pick up the win. Then the main event at Uvaruri was the Wrestlestone Tri-Kites title match in the three-way. Captain, um, no, I mixed up Captain Caleb. Uh, Caleb Valhalla defeated Brian Tucker and Mickey Vago uh, in a spirited uh, triple threat to retain the Tri-Kites championship. So that's another main event for Vago uh, when it comes to comes to his tick box for the After all that, we've got two events left, so don't worry, there's there's still stuff to talk about. Uh, Halloween hijinks. So initially, this was this event was supposed to take place on the 21st of October, uh, but due to Storm Babette, the event was postponed to two weeks, uh, to November 4th. Now, November 4th was supposed to be an event at Stonehaven, at Station Hotel in Stonehaven, but and only one match was announced for that show at that point. Um, so it was that, that show was just completely taken out of calendar, and we got to Return to Carl Aberdeen for Halloween hijinks. Unfortunately, an event I was unable to attend, so I could only really give you the results for the show and uh, whatever was announced during the, the show itself and afterwards on socials. In a pre show three way, Oliver Green picked up his first win, defeating Chris Archer and Tommy Raiden in a triple threat uh, Halloween ha- in the Halloween Brawl tag team match. Uh, so, first time ever, two Halloween Brawls on the show as well. Mr. Wrestlezone and Omar Mohammed defeated Brian Tucker and Reese Dawkins. Conor Malloy defeated Alex Webb. Uh, this was supposed to be Conor Malloy versus Judas Gray, but Judas Gray was unable to attend the rescheduled date. Um, so Alex Webb stepped in in his place. The wrestler tried County's title match. Ronan King defeated Caleb Valhalla by disqualification. But after Ronan King spat in the face of Caleb Valhalla, and Valhalla uh, just went ballistic and went over the five count, which caused the DQ. Uh, following the match, after the calm had, had taken place, Ronan then low blowed Kill Valhalla and stole the rest of the Tri Championship and was now within his possession. The tag team title match, the foundation of the future, um, it's written down as tag team title match. It wasn't a tag team title match, it was just a, a six man showdown between the foundation of the future and the outfit. Damn you, Cage Match, for having I, I thought I thought I'd be safe having you in my notes in front of me, uh, but I, I've just read them verbatim like a Rob Burgundy. Uh, the foundation of the future, Brad Evans, Ryan Riley, Zach Dynamite. Uh, taking on the outfit, Dino Murphy and Ted O'Keefe, uh, which saw the outfit victorious in the match. They were able to to really score one off against the Foundation of the Future, uh, which just further aggravated the, the team. The Halloween switcheroo match, we had the revolutionary Alan Sterling. <laughs> yep, yep, that all checks out. Uh, defeating Captain Damien uh, and I said I, I didn't see the event, so I'm sure there were some sort of shenanigans. I'm absolutely positive of it. Then the main event, Halloween Brawl, with the undisputed WrestleZone Championship, lost by Aspen, 
defeated Mickey Vago before being challenged by Conor Malloy, who was cashed in his future title opportunity for Christmas Chaos. So another wild night. I said I'm glad I didn't attend that. I was not able to attend that show, uh, but it sounded like a wild night. Ah, oh, show. Sure. We've got one more show to talk about, and then we can we can all all go and enjoy what's left of our leftovers or whatever I put this out on on whatever uh, on on YouTube and Spotify, etc., etc. WrestleZone Christmas Chaos took place on the second of December at Tainston Community Centre, so end of the year on a high, but in a very cold, cold outdoor exterior. Uh, it was nice and warm inside Tainston Community Centre as well. In the pre-show, Oliver Green picked up his second win defeating Chris Archer uh, by pinfall. In the Bristol Tri-County's title match that opened the main show, Caleb Valhalla was able to regain his title as the possession of the title. He retained the title against Ronan King as well. Uh, Dino defeated Zack Dynamite. Dino was suffering from an injury coming to the match, a very uh, interesting match uh, for those that haven't seen our road trip episodes or, or what have you. It was a very, very intriguing match, which eventually saw Dino sneak a win uh, just due to Zack Dynamite uh, taking on all that injury and just targeting it throughout. In the Christmas brawl, Damien defeated Captain Alan Sterling, had his sea Santa with him. Uh, Santa, Claus himself, uh, arrived to assist uh, Damien towards the conclusion of the match. Uh, the wrestling tag team title four-way, the outfit, Murphy and Ted O'Keefe, defeated the Foundation of the Future, Brian Tucker and Reese Dawkins, and Mr. Wrestle and Omar Mohammed to become the new WrestleZone tag team champions. It has been confirmed that they'll be operating under the Freebird rule once Dino returns from to action following his, his post-match assault uh, via Zack Dynamite. Uh, Mickey Vago defeated the debuting Judas Gray. Uh, in the interim, Mickey Vago had been given a ward by Mr. Patterson. He, he put Tommy Raiden into Mickey Vago's, uh, I was going to say care, a uh, bit charge. Um, so Tommy Naden was very integral to that match, uh, whether Vago knows it or not, in defeating the debut Judas Gray, who certainly left a big impression on the crowd at WrestleZone. Uh, whether he likes it or not, the crowd really they enjoyed him for him, but also disliked him because he was uh, very, very dislikable uh, on the night itself. But yeah, I hope we see Judas Gray more in the future in WrestleZone. He certainly will fit in. Before the main event, we saw... Uh, Mr. WrestleZone uh, assist with the raffle. It was supposed to be Mr. WrestleZone and Omar Mohammed, but Omar suffered a, a slight knee injury, uh, so it was was unable. To, was was at a local medical facility. It was unable to to help with the raffle. So we saw uh, Mr. WrestleZone on his own doing the raffle with with, with Mr. Patterson. Uh, the Foundation of the Future arrived, and after a brief skirmish, Mr. WrestleZone was was he said himself he wasn't stupid. He's going to leave. He's just going to leave now, uh, but. Zack Dynamite, he put that last dig in. He had to put that last dig in. He said that, that to paraphrase, there's footage online that um, that that uh, he wouldn't be a that Mr. Russell was a coward. Uh, not, wouldn't be a coward. Uh, not something Scott Swift would do, etc., etc. I'll, I'll probably I'll try and throw. Because Scott Swift would be such a godless coward. Whoa. And that just set Scotty Swift off. Hey, sorry, my my apologies. Mr. WrestleZone off. Mr. WrestleZone double-legged to take down Zack Dynamite, but the numbers overwhelmed him. And we saw Mr. WrestleZone get pile-driven 
a triple assisted pile driver from foundation of the future his his uh condition is yet to be confirmed and in the main event Connor malloy was unable to defeat lost by aspen so unable to become the wrestler's own undisputed champion aspen was able to to get the win there again another hard fought match that people weren't taking Connor seriously aspen wasn't taking Connor seriously in this particular match either and the odds were stacked against Connor Malloy, uh, but unfortunately he's unable to, to eventually get the win. After the matches, it looked like that a handshake may take place. Running King arrived and attacked Lost Boy Aspen. Um, and after a little brief brief moment, stare down between Connor and, and Running King, Connor pushed Ronan aside and started attacking Aspen as well, as we're seeing a new alliance form in WrestleZone. Uh, only, only stopped because Gail Valhalla came out as well to to stop run off Ronan and Connor as we've ever seen the two two young lads, the, the flippy and drippy team, the Aberdeen Dream team themselves are now form in WrestleZone. So that was a, a big end to a big year in WrestleZone up in the northeast, up up here. And it just shows the consistency of the events the WrestleZone have put on that I've I've just rattled through results. I mean obviously haphazardly because it wouldn't be a podcast I do without some sort of stumble and and, and Corrections being made in future events, going back in time and jumping about the timeline here. But as far as a year goes in WrestleZone, it's been just an absolute consistent year of shows. Sellout after sellout after sellout, uh, big matches, big implications, and also uh, big stories that we can look into the year, into 2024, as we move into Grand City Showdown at Rich Energy Arena in Aberdeen on January 20th. Tickets are available on Ringside World. .co.uk so go find out now or go to WrestleZone social media WrestleZone uh, Scotland and you'll find all the ticket information go get a ticket and go go to the show maybe your first show of 2024 maybe your first wrestling show get on it you'll be, you'll you'll enjoy it little bonus bit thrown in here uh, what I kind of missed during all that during that review of the year is I didn't really I understated the Omar Mohammed, Mr. WrestleZone, Brian, uh, Brian Tucker, Reese Dawkins uh, through line for the whole year. So, as I told you, at Christmas Chaos, Scotty Swift had to retire uh, due to, to a loss to Brian Tucker, which was thanks to Reese Dawkins. And they were having a budding team, Scotty Swift and Omar Mohammed. Uh, so, that was very emotional. That moved on to the start of the year, start of the year at Station Hotel Showdown. Uh, so I mentioned the results of that, I mentioned the handicap match, but during that match, Scotty Swift was in attendance at that show. So Scotty had, had gotten into it a little bit verbal with Brian Tucker, there was a little bit of a physical altercation, and Scotty got removed, well, he did get removed from the building, he elected to leave the building uh, after security separated Brian Tucker and Scotty Swift, because Scotty Swift's now a civilian, no longer a wrestler. So that's that's kind of where this all kicked off, and I've, I've just slotted this in nicely somewhere in the episode uh, so I, I, I don't forget that. Uh, other points in this kind of story was the, the lie detector test, you can go check it on, on YouTube lie detector test, Scotty Swift was brought in to prove that he isn't Mr. WrestleZone uh, there was a lot of investigative jur- uh, journalism from Brian Tucker who convinced Reese Dawkins of the same conclusion uh, this also led into events like the matches we've, we've talked about, the handicap matches the the matches at, at Avriarchy, uh, the matches just just all about Mister WrestleZone, Omar Mohammed, and and Dawkins Tucker. 
so yeah, we'll throw this in somewhere in the episode. Just so I, I've made sure I've mentioned it because it is quite an important story that, that happened throughout the year uh, when it comes to WrestleZone. Uh, it seemed to have settled a little bit at Halloween hijinks and Brian Tucker's look to possibly move on from the, the investigation. However, the story looks like it's it's hotting up with the foundation of the future uh, getting into the mind or, or rattling Mr. WrestleZone at Christmas Chaos. I want to see what 2024 brings when it comes to that. So, yeah, extra bit. I'll use the ECW transition. Looks like we're getting Skull Brawl, the team of Lost by Aspen and Kill Valhalla taking on Ronnie King and Conor Malloy, but as announced, uh, has not been announced as yet. No matches have been announced for for the events. Um, so keep an eye on social media for that. We'll have a we'll have a preview show. We're hoping to attend that show as well. So we'll have to see what the weather's like in the northeast because it can be a little bit icy, especially in January. Like January to March time, you, you never know what's going to happen. It's either going to be fantastic or it's going to be blistering heat. You just never know in Scotland. Will will probably all happen in one day as well. So that's our year in WrestleZone. The podcast started right about the time of the the Training Academy shows. Um, it, it, I've got what's the number eleven? I think the episode number. Uh, I've enjoyed doing this. We've enjoyed speaking about WrestleZone to to people that who can listen, who will listen, who will watch, uh, because it's just a, a passion project of of mine. I enjoy the company. I enjoy the shows and. I wouldn't do it if I didn't. So it's been a great year for WrestleZone. I hope to expand the WrestleZone podcast into, into the future, into the new year. Uh, we did a pre-show with, with Blue Thunder, which then ultimately ultimately saw the show being rescheduled. That was the Halloween hijinks one. So I'm a little bit wary about bringing on co-hosts again because it seems to be cursed. But we'll, we'll see what we can do for 2024. Hopefully we can bring some exclusive content for you, uh, the, the listeners and the fans as well of WrestleZone. So in the meantime, I have been Billy. This has been the year of year in review for WrestleZone. There's probably a million stories I've missed, and I apologize for that. So if you go check back our road trip episodes, our recaps, uh, our reviews as well, we'll have st- we have lots of things in writing about WrestleZone to go check out on the website swnscotland.com. Um, this like I said, I've been your host. I hope you have a great new year. If if I've put this out before Christmas, Merry Christmas. If I haven't, hope your Christmas was really good. And yeah, have a good 2024, folks.